0: In this week's parasha, the Torah tells us that even after many years that Rivka Amenu was married to Yitzchak, she was still childless. After begging and pleading and imploring Hashem to grant them a child, she finally conceives twins. But the pregnancy was anything but smooth. The Pasuk says, The children struggled inside her womb. There was a great battle going on there. What were they fighting about? So As explains, the etymology of the word V'Yisroitzitzu is rots, an expression of running. And Rashi quotes a madras, When Rivka passed the Shiva of Shem v'Ever, Yaakov would struggle to come out of our womb. And when passed the place of idol worship, Esav wanted to jump out. And the question is, the Gemara says in Masech When a child is in his mother's womb, an angel comes along and teaches him the entire Tira. Can you imagine learning with a Malach? So why would Yaakov want to leave his Chavrusa shaft with a Malach and go to the Yeshiva? And an answer is given by Derek Tzachas. Even though the Rebbe that was teaching him Torah was a Malach, but his Chavrusa was still Esav. So he would rather give up the Malach and go to the Yeshiva where he can find a more favorable Chavrusa. Speaking of the Yeshiva of Shemva Ever, I'd like to share with you a beautiful idea in the Indian of Kirif. It's axiomatic that Avram Avinu is widely recognized as the father of monotheism. The Rambam says that he was the one that taught the whole world of the concept of one creator. However, we know that Shem Aver preceded Avram. Not only were they aware of Abayur Eylem, they even established the first yeshiva in world history. And they had a very prominent student in their yeshiva, none other than Yaakov Avinu. So why don't they go down in the annals of history as the first to discover monotheism? And an answer is given that although Shem v'Ever learned Torah and were righteous people, they concentrated exclusively on their yeshiva. They focused strictly on their in-house students. They never went out of the confines of the yeshiva to publicize the name of Hashem and to educate the masses about the concept of monotheism. Avram, on the other hand, travelled around the globe to teach the world about the concept of a creator. And Based on this idea, I once heard a beautiful interpretation on a famous posik in Parshusnitzavim. The posik says that Torah loyba hi vloymi ever leyom hi ki velecha dovermoid. So he said, This idea of publicizing Torah is alluded to in this posik. Loyba True, genuine Torah is lo'i b'shamayim, not with the mahalach of shame, Veloima me'ever nor with the approach of ever, not shame or ever. Ki v'elecha, use Torah to do kirav, to draw others closer. True Torah is the Torah of Rama Avinu. So beautiful. The Gemara says in Mesech Tasevay Dazara, Tanah Devei The world is destined to exist for 6,000 years. For the first 2,000 years, the world was barren, as the Torah had not yet been given. The next 2,000 years, from the year 2,000 to 4,000, is the time period of Torah. The last 2,000 years is the period designated for the days of Mashiach. So the Gemara asks, With regard to the middle 2,000 years, the time period of Torah, from when are they counted? So we know that Matan Torah was at year 2448. So the time period of Torah should have started in that year, 2448. So why does the Gemara say it started in year 2000? So the Gemara explains that Avram was born in year 1948. And the Pasik says about Avram, Hanefesh Asha Asu Bacharan, referring to the people he brought closer to Torah. And we have a tradition that that happened when he was 52 years old. That's when Avram started his first care of organization. So 1948 from when Avram was born, plus he was 52 years old when he started teaching equals 2000. That's why the Gemara says that the time period of Torah began on the year 2000. But the question is, Avram started learning way before he started teaching Torah and enlightening the world about Abayrah Olam. Some say he was three years old when he discovered the concept of Rabbayin Shalam. If that's the case, why doesn't the era of Torah begin before the year 2000? From here we see that true Torah is only what you teach to others. Everyone knows somebody that is lacking in Torah knowledge, be it a friend or a neighbor or a coworker. co-worker. So if you hear some inspiring Devay Torah, or see something that might benefit them, take the time to share it with them. Teaching and sharing with others, that is true Torah. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.